So, um, yeah, yeah, a lot of multitasking is what it takes to succeed in uh, running a campaign. There's there's so much to do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like uh, you know, and, and I mean, that's, secretary hire one. Why I'm, this isn't the reason why I'm asking these questions because like I don't have anyone yet that like knows about this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I'm asking a bunch of different people, but like uh, I get like snippets and like. It's so hard to get, like, information. Yeah, I've run for office several times, and so I have, and I have lots of experience uh, working on other people's campaigns, too, all the way back to Clinton. Yeah, Clinton. And, um... So, what, what, yeah. what are some things that you've learned from your experience? Like, obviously, like, there were times where you were unsuccessful, so, like, what are some <laughs> mistakes that you did that you learned from? Um... The signatures one is to, you know, make sure that you have way more signatures than you actually need uh, because your your competitors are going to be contesting your signatures. And uh, and, there you know, there really are many ways that they can disqualify people's signatures. They can say, oh, I can't read that. That's illegible. So that that signature can't be taken into account. So, um. Yeah, just be uh, real careful about, you know, that's the first step. I've been knocked off the ballot twice now. <laughs> the first time by that's a... So dumb. Yeah, well, you know why they do that. Uh, you know, I asked the, the elections commission. Um, I have a friend. Oh, here's, here's you, you need a friend. Uh, talk to your local elections commission and uh, just, just ask them a bunch of questions and stuff. And, and uh, you know, I got to know Anne at my local... <laughs> Uh, commission and she she was just lovely you know she was so helpful and lovely and uh and uh she she told me that uh the reason they do that is because it's cheaper to uh disqualify you to to uh challenge your uh petition nominating signatures petition than to actually run against you on the issues so that's what happened to me. Like the first time it was the only other woman that was running as a Democrat. I was running for DC uh, city council. Um, this was way back in like 97. And, uh, and uh, she, she succeeded. And what they do is they, they contested the, ver- like the very last day of the period to contest it so that you're taken off guard and you have to scramble and try to, you know, mount a, uh, you know, to try to defend your, your signatures or whatever, you know, that it's, but it's not, and it's not just the, uh, um, Republicans doing that. It's, it's also the Democrats are doing it to each other. They did it to me. Um, but yeah, the second time when I ran for sheriff the uh, last year, year before, um, the, another candidate. Benny White, who was running for Pima County recorder, which is, that's a person that that's a person who's counting all the votes. He contested my signatures as a, he was, a, he's, a, I looked him up. He's a, you know, you're going to need to do research on the, on a lot of people too. Um, um, because, um, he was, he's part of the national Republican lawyers association, and uh, he got he had a picture there. He got all his signatures uh, from, um, you know, people within the within that organization. Like they had some like young volunteer, young, you know, young Republicans or whatever that do all the do all the grunt work like that for them. 
Yeah. I mean, and, smart. Yeah. yeah. So he, he contested my signatures the very last day, a huge packet arrived. Uh, you know, it's very, it's, it's intimidating because they, uh, uh, what do you call it? Like the, uh, um, the service process server process server comes in and they're basically, it's a cop, you know, they come like come into my property. It's like three acres. And so it's kind of scary. It's like, you know, a cop shows up on your doorstep and get, and hands, yeah. hands me a huge packet that they put together. You know, the, the, he obviously, he must've gotten paid pretty well to, um, to do this to me and, uh, it totally succeeded. And, uh, you know, I went to courts and, um, um, you know, but I, I didn't, I didn't have much of a leg to stand on because, uh, because, uh, you know, COVID made it so that my signatures were too, too, uh, too tight mm. to, uh, um. you know, and I, I got them all myself, you know, that's, I, I love that part. Actually. I love talking to people and finding out what the, what's important to them. And, uh, and then you get a good, better idea of, of the issues and how, uh, you know, people also give you great ideas and, uh, you also meet people. You might meet somebody who, uh, has been a campaign manager for somebody else or worked in other campaigns or like a political science student. Oh, by the way, put out, put out an ad through the poli sci, um, departments that you're running for office and looking for uh, a, a campaign manager and uh, a couple and yeah, some I'm trying, I'm trying to get like people from like Princeton University like Ivy League people to like work for my campaign but that's a little tough oh that'd be awesome Tom um yeah uh, are you are you vocal on uh, I saw you on Facebook on the social democrats or democratic socialists but are you are you on uh, like TikTok and and Instagram and and Twitter? I, I have like personal accounts, but I, I haven't set up like an official like campaign campaign accounts. Okay, because you're ne- gonna need to do that. You know, set up yeah. and um, set up a YouTube channel too. And then what you, what you're gonna do is you're gonna this this is how I how I do it. You can do however works well for you, but, uh, you're going to use the YouTube channel. Um, you're going to be, uh, like copying and copying links from your YouTube channel. So, um, from the, um, the videos that you make your campaign videos, you know, I'm, I'm going, I'm going hard at it, man. Cause it's, yeah, I'm running against the, the, um, uh, current secretary of state of Arizona. <laughs> Is there, is there an incumbent for uh, the governor, or is the seat open? Dushi is is uh, um, he's got, he's hit his term limit, so he has to leave. Ha ha. Huh. And uh, I'm promising voters that I'm not going to pardon him for stealing a hundred million dollars from Arizona taxpayers, man. What the heck? Yeah, to give to his cronies in Texas uh, in the form of corporate tax refunds so that they would support, they would finance his presidential campaign. He's running for president in, in 2024. Can you believe that crap? Our soul should be in jail. So I'm like, I, I like stalk his, <laughs> his and other and other people's social media accounts and, and, uh, you know, like I uh, make a video about like just that, you know, why, uh, 
um, you know, that what I just said, make a TikTok video, like 15 second TikTok video, because nobody has a nobody has a, any kind of a span of attention in America. <laughs> so so uh, hey, uh, 15 I have, seconds. I have a phone call. Can I call you right back? Oh, sure. Okay. All okay, right. bye. Hey there. Hey. Um, bye. Uh, um, yeah. Do, do you have the website yet, Justin Daniel for Congress? <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so I mean, Justin, Justin Daniel is just uh It's like a fake name. This is like a <laughs> uh, a fake Facebook that I use. Uh, <laughs> it's not my real name. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So I mean, but no, I I, I don't have my own uh, <laughs> campaign website yet. Why did you? What's your real name? Uh, Brandon Weinberg. Oh, Brent. Okay. All right. Yeah, I saw you, you sent me a picture or something and said Brandon. And I was like, what? What's his Brandon? Yeah, that's me. Yeah, there you go. Uh, okay. Brandon. Let's yeah, go, so Brandon. I, you, you have the perfect name. Let's go, Brandon. Yeah, that's what I'm planning on using as like part of my. Make a sticker. I guess. Make a sticker. <laughs> Um, Brandon <laughs> Brandon Weinberg for Congress underneath it. But that's the thing. Like I'm running as a Democrat, and like if I say let's go Brandon, like unfortunately there's a lot of people that are like Joe Biden, like where I live. So I don't know how effective that's going to be. Yeah, that's that's true. But uh, um... I can do it if I want like Republicans to vote for me. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can. Have... Just people who hate Joe Biden in general. Right. Yeah. Like that's, that describes me. Well, I don't hate, I don't hate Joe Biden, but he's, he's just another corrupt AF Democrat and we, we need and deserve better, man. We need a progressive voice. We need, um, and I was going to suggest that you, um, make it clear that you, uh, uh, we need to replace, uh, you know, Put in the name of your corporate Democrat opponent. Uh, you know, we need to replace well all corporate Democrats with progressives. We need to. Uh, we need. Uh, um, right now, I'm working on. Um, I want to approach. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Okay, on sure, go ahead. We need a slate of candidate of candidates. Buenos dias. Uh-huh. Wait, so uh, have have you <clears throat> have you ever been in like an office before? Like, have you won like any of your races before? I've won I've won about uh, maybe like half of the races that I was that I've run for. I was just thinking about this the other night. Like, uh, okay, uh-huh. um, 
elementary school, I ran for treasure. I didn't win. Don. <laughs> I'm not talking about school. <laughs> I'm talking about like an actual like political <laughs> office. Um. Let's see. Well, a student body president does that count? Not that's it's a, at a community college. I was a vice president of uh, International Students Association at Taipei Medical University. And uh, so I, guess, I guess the point is it's a lot harder to win political office because like you need connections and all that. Yeah, you know what? Uh, it's a lot more dirty. That's that's the problem. It's a lot more corrupt because like at the at the college level, I mean, people don't have uh, like a financial skin in the game. You know, in 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 real life politics, that's the main difference. Because other than that, like student body, um, student government. And and American government should be kind of similar, but they're totally not because young people tend to be much more progressive, which is uh, another uh, piece of advice I'd give you is to tap into the young Democrats, the progressive Democrats, uh, all the progressives, um, you know, uh, <clears throat> organizations and... Um, yeah, I'm, that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm hashtagging and at signing um, College Democrats of America. Uh, you know, do the College Democrats of Arizona. You do. The, you do, you would do the one for New Jersey, but I, I add them all because I'm running. I'm going to run for uh, Prez in 2024. So I'm the, everything I do, every person I talk to, every tweet I make, every. Uh, you know, every comment I make on YouTube or whatever, or, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's selfless. Uh, I mean, it's, um, tireless self-promotion. That's, that's, uh, that's what we have to have. Like as an artist, you know, I asked the, I asked the head of the Berkeley art museum. I said, what does it take to become an artist? Because at that time I wanted to, uh, I wanted to be a, uh, well, I, I wanted to sell, you know, be successful artists and artists are always said to have no business sense, but actually, uh, you know, so, but then I realized, uh, actually I do have, I have a great business sense. My dad was a businessman and he, he also, he was an artist and, uh, he was kind of a well-known artist in, in California. I don't know. Um, Chip Finn, um, <clears throat> at the time. And, and he was really great at doing these little PR stunts, <laughs> Uh, kind of like that European artist Banksy. Um, that sounds uh, really familiar. That, uh, that sounds really familiar. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, of, like, it was what? like some artists in uh, Europe who'd like do like a bunch of like street graffiti and stuff like that. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's that's exactly uh, the kind of wavelength I'm on. And uh, mm -hmm. in fact, I make stencils. That's one of the art projects I make. And, um, oh yeah. So the, when I asked the, uh, um, the stencils, by the way, uh, like, uh, Trista for governor, I'm, I'm have to make a really good one right now. And, uh, and a four stencil, a nice four stencil. So, um, and, uh, and I'm putting it all around. It's, it's, uh, putting it all around me, like on the walls and stuff. And, uh, you know, like my, my own campaign literature and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, the, when the uh, when the um, inspiration strikes, write it down. 
always keep a, a notepad with you. And, uh, you know, I would, if I were you, I would start a podcast. I have like four or five of them now. I'm starting to lose count. <laughs> I just started another one. Hashtag Trista for governor. Each time I get a new phone, I start another podcast. I mean, I mean, from my perspective, like, I'm definitely all for like, putting out like, a lot out there for people to see. But it seems to me like you're doing like kind of like more quantity over quality. Like, I guess your strategy is just to put your name as out there as much as possible in whatever form you can. But at the same time, you have to do something that's really gonna like, latch on, I guess. Well, it's a I think sense? it's all a matter of networking. Uh, in this time of COVID. And, you know, I consider myself uh, fortunate or, or lucky or blessed or whatever that, you know, COVID has made it so that I can I can literally campaign for, for office out of my mom's old garage, you know. <laughs> no, you're, you're, you're right. Like, I agree with that. You know, it, it's definitely changed uh, the way people can campaign. Um like it, it doesn't have to be as much as in person. It's a lot more networking, yeah, and stuff like that. But at the same, and and on the, the issues, time. this is an opportunity to run campaigns on issues, and and networking with say people who have our same uh, our same uh, values, like progressive. Uh, you know, we we have to. This country has to go progressive. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's just just no. If ends or buts I mean, about I, it. To be honest, I think it's too late. I think, I, I think we're going to collapse anyway. I think it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, honestly, well, I'm, I'm an irrepressible optimist. I'm an irrepressible optimist until we're six feet under. <laughs> you know, there's always a, um, a tiny chance <laughs> it could work. But... But yeah, um, okay, so in this time, everybody's staying at home, okay? So we have to understand our, our uh, target population of, of American voters. And uh, part of that, too, is the 74 million freaking morons who and uh, who voted for Trump this in this last election, even though, he, you know, they saw everything he did and they, and they still vote for this this. You know, a clown is is being is putting clowns down. It's it's like, uh, um, uh, you know, Noam Chomsky calls him. He said he's the most he's the wor- uh, worst criminal in human history. Yes, exactly. Uh-huh. Boom, mic mic drop. So, like, the reason why I brought up the quantity over quality because you mentioned something about <laughs> having five podcasts. And like, just my thought is, it's like, who's, who's going to listen to this podcast? Like, why don't, why don't you go on like Joe Rogan or like something like that? Something that's really going to like get your name out there. Yeah, sure. I'd love to. Um, so I've been, sometimes I like, um, I've asked him too. I've asked Joe Rogan. It doesn't even have to be a big name like Joe Rogan. You can start off with like smaller, like progressive, like YouTubers and then like work your way up to like someone like Joe Rogan or something like that. Yeah, that's a, that's a good uh, that's a good strategy because I've already I've uh, I've contacted Joe Rogan I've I've tweet I've uh, like you know posted and uh, asked him if uh, he would this was when I was running for sheriff so I'll, I can do it I'll do it again what well, it it has to be a multi pronged approach it has to be a, a not just a three pronged strategy it's, it has to be like a multi pronged strategy man. 
uh, like running for office because, and it has to be quality and quantity. So like every single, even though I have four or five podcasts, one or the other, then, um, you know, they're still all very, like every podcast I make is, uh, you know, it's, it's quality. I have, uh, because I, because I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm just making assumptions. Quality like, I'm candidate. Just thinking, like, because like I'm a quality candidate. Podcast if shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you, I never uh, watch them, so I can't form my own opinion. But I'm just, I'm just thinking off the top of my head, like, uh, like I agree with you that quantity matters a lot. Like exposure and media attention matters a lot. But at the same time, so does like the quality of what you're putting out there. Exactly. So that's why every second counts, really. Every uh, person, every tech support person you call on the phone, even if they're in another country, you can learn something from them or they can uh, uh, or or uh, maybe they, you know, everything counts. Everything counts. Word of mouth, especially. So, so, so on that, like, do, do you know, Online like, especially. Are we allowed to accept contributions from people outside of our state? Like, can someone, like, from across the country or even another country, like, donate to our campaign? I believe so, but, uh, yeah, (laughs) yeah, because. It doesn't make sense, but, like, if they're willing to do it, like, what the heck? That's what happened in Georgia, remember, when, um, you know, when it was uh, Reverend Warnock and and Ossoff and uh, the. Democratic donations poured in from around the country in that race. That that was a Senate race. Uh, um, I think it's the same. Uh, yeah, as long as you're an American, uh, you can contribute to it. And okay, there's so there's a limit. American, like you can't have like an Indian citizen like donate no. like five hundred bucks or something. No. Okay. Mm-mm. Nope. Can, can they work for your campaign though? Like I'm just asking because like, I got posted in different groups and I have like. Indians like blowing up, <laughs> blowing up my messages. <laughs> I'm like saying like, "Oh, I want to help" and stuff like that. Well, and I'm thinking like, hey, it man. might actually be smart. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, that's uh, okay. Uh, that's that's nice. You know, uh, you get you're getting something, some response. You know, that's actually uh, yeah. But they're, they're and, like, and, across the world. Like, I would like people like in New Jersey. Well, uh, they can do. I I believe um, that there's nothing wrong with. Uh, if they want to volunteer for your campaign, and you know Indians are so great at at uh, techies, so, so have them set you up a website. Yeah, yeah. have I them mean, set you up a website. Me, but... Um, but uh, I wouldn't have it like, yeah, I mean, and uh, or set us up a website. Even better, you know. Uh, you, this is what we need. This is what I've been trying to uh, ask the Progressive Party and the Progressive Caucus to uh, join with me and uh, other progressive candidates around the country because we need a national database. We need a we need a progressive candidates and a way for people to go online and and say, okay, who's who's uh, um, running in my area? That's a progressive. And, and who is, uh, where are the races that need candidates because I'm interested in running for office? So say you want, say you just, you know, you, you just want to run for any office or whatever. So the, there's all, 
always like uh, races that go unopposed and that, you know, like, like that stupid ass elected judge in the Kyle Rittenhouse case, he was, he ran unopposed. He's a political elected Trump judge. And uh, he, uh, he ran unopposed. So that cannot, we cannot allow that to, especially that to happen. There must be a progressive in every single race in the country. That's, that's what I'm, uh, that's what I'm trying to get them on board. And uh, I'm also networking with BLM pack and on all the BLMs. So like uh, I follow all the BLMs that I can find on Instagram and, and Facebook and, uh, and um, um, TikTok. I, I, I follow a lot of, uh, I'm pretty, impu- I'm pretty uh, active in the black TikTok community. <laughs> <laughs> and uh as a uh you know like a blm defender i actually i actually nominated them for a peace for the nobel peace prize uh, for spearheading our our modern yeah w- uh, our modern civil rights movement and, and you know it's the truth man and do you well, know how they, like a part of like january 6th or something like weren't they like rioting like on the capitol <laughs> what where did you hear that from fox news Probably. I don't know. I heard I heard there was like multiple like groups out the Capitol. Like I know there was like conservatives and stuff like that. No, they lied. They lied and said that was all part of their uh, their strategy is to lie and about who they, uh, you know, try to blame it on BLM. They blame it on BLM and uh, Antifa. When there was nobody there that that they, you know, that that January 6th was. uh, Planned weeks in advance, and th- it was arms. You know, people are trying to the 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 stupid ass Republicans. They they grab uh, they grabbed a hold of the narrative, and so they, uh, you know, the even like Congress members were saying that it was it was Antifa, and uh, the misinformation basically, and and Mister and redirection. It's it's kind of like CIA tactic is tactic. It's also um, uh, you know psyops. It's also a tactic straight out of the Nazi playbook, uh, which Mr. Trump reads every night. Besides his his bedside is a uh, is a uh, Mein Kampf. He reads Mein Kampf every every night. He doesn't he can't read or write or shit, but he'll read Mein Kampf every night before he's bed. German. What was that? I said he can't read or write, but he can read fluent German. <laughs> That's a good joke, man. Can I quote? Can I? Can I steal that joke? Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Thanks. <clears throat> huh. Yeah, that's a ten dollar joke, Justin. Oh no, Brandon. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. So that you know, it's an interesting uh, thing. It, if uh, a "Let's Go Brendan" bumper sticker <laughs> would would be um, helpful or or hurtful, and uh, how about how about like um, you know, put like a donkey, have it in blue. <clears throat> Let's go, Brendan. Put a donkey um, image so people, you know, it's a Democrat we're talking about here, and uh, and then underneath it, like. Uh, <clears throat> I would have it in red, uh, your uh, reds with uh, black outline. Your uh, like uh, 
Brandon um, Brandon Wienerman. <laughs> what uh, you said? What? Wienberg. 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 Like Wien, yeah. like Vienna Mountain. Is that what it means? Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. <clears throat> nice, nice. Um, Wien, uh, Wienberg. That's gen- Germanic name. Um, Brandon, uh, yeah. Anyway, Brandon Weinberg for uh, for Congress underneath it, and I have a. I would, you know, what I would do? I would put a smiley face after. Let's go, Brandon. Smiley face on the right. Cause, cause and, the thing is, like, I know I, know I have. You know, to it's run, a joke. Like, yeah, I, I know I have to run like an unorthodox campaign to like be successful. So, like, part of what I want to do is like make it like into a meme. Like, you know what a meme is? Yeah, yeah, sure, for sure, yeah, man. Just like, I just posted like, on, there's a political meme. Like what yeah, you like do I'm is you make ser- a I'm meme. Very serious about, I'm very serious about what I'm doing, but, like, at the same time, I think if I make it into somewhat of a joke, like, it can, like, spread faster. Right, exactly. Um, yeah, I agree, and that's why I'm, I'm running as a comedian. <clears throat> I've actually uh, done stand-up at uh, improv, a couple of improvs. Uh-huh. Um, in Taiwan, but <laughs> but I'm an award-winning comic because I won an award once uh, for a joke. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Um, so um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, using humor and, and another reason why I strongly believe in using humor in my campaign is because, uh, well, first of all, me- uh, laughter is the best medicine. Second of all, there's something about humor that really uh, captures the truth of things. And yeah. there's the, there's different types of hu- uh, li- of like uh, humor or comedy or whatever. Some, some can um, actually make things worse, you know, which is what Trump does. He makes a joke at somebody else's expense or, or you can make a joke and it actually lightens, enlightens the situation, you know. And uh-huh. uh, and and another reason why I'm running as a comedian is that because you know, like in the Middle Ages, <clears throat> when there was a jester in the court, in the royal court, you know, yeah. the jester was never uh, put to death. They never killed the jester. They never killed, uh, and the, even the word "silly." The word silly comes from, it means blessed, and it was used to uh, describe the uh, the jester. So uh, there's there's so much to be said for the jester in society. And uh, I, and humorists have always been popular. Like, And when was the last time you saw a comedian um, assassinated? Besides maybe Joan Rivers. Or <laughs> Bill Cosby had him. <laughs> what, uh, what somebody hit you you hit bill cosby head on <laughs> is that what you said no i said i don't know probably probably people want to kill bill cosby <laughs> yeah some of the some of the women he date raped or drugged hmm. but uh probably yeah but uh but they don't he's still alive and kicking he's doing, doing fine but no, um, yeah, I guess everything in balance, like, you know, it's good to find things funny, obviously, and then it's good to take things seriously. Yeah, so by making jokes about the political situation at hand, 
it's a you know it can only help <clears throat> especially if they're coming from you know a progressive uh point of view you right. know like to make a joke to so that people see it in a different way like um yeah fluent fluent german so he he seems to have more in common with the uh nazi germany mentality <laughs> than with with our own which is uh i think that your joke there about uh he can't read or write but he can read fluent german the, the, the thing is it's like it's so like everything is politicized right so like you know like if you make a joke like that you know republicans would be like oh my gosh you're racist you're you're comparing him to like nazi germany blah 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 yeah but let like, him say that let them say that, and then you can enlighten them a little bit more. Say, oh, how is this racist? You know, to, to explain, to get them to explain how that is racist. But you get my point, and, right? And then like, they'll, they'll just say, go they'll, into they'll test. Be quick, they'll be quick to call, like, they'll say, like, oh, like, Democrats say everything is racist, blah, blah, blah. But, like, if you were to say a joke like that, they'd be like, oh, my gosh, you're racist. Yeah, well, that's their knee-jerk reaction. But, uh, you know, it's it's all kind of like a giant pus wound you know, in America, I see America is kind of like a giant pus wound right now. And, <laughs> and, uh, you know, but there's, when there's a, you have a, a cyst, you have to drain it and it's a disgusting process. And it's really, you know, uh, nauseating to witness sometimes, but, uh, you know, that wounds it has to be drained. You have to let people say their stupid shit. You know that's uh, that's the f they have the right to say that. Yeah, you're racist. Well, then that's your opportunity to point out how much of a fucking idiot they're being. That race has nothing to do with it, and that they don't even that they don't know what they're talking about. Basically, you know. Um, so that, that's the thing is people in a joke will form. just will just like close their mind to logic. Like it's just all their knee-jerk reactions and then they'll just whatever you say even if it's logical they'll just like turn away from it like cognitive dissonance yeah and and that's why uh you and you and i and uh other progressive candidates on this hopeful slate of progressive candidates we you know, we have to put in there break up the corporate media monopoly it's brainwashed our citizens, that's why 74 million morons voted for this, this fucking worst criminal in human history is because they were misinformed. They're brainwashed by the, the corporate media monopoly. And there's only five corporations that own all of our media. How can we allow that to continue? That's outrageous. You know, so I think our role as politicians is to, to kind of like point the point the way towards where in society we need to we need to fucking reform man because that you know it's literally killing us it's kill they're killing us with their their bullshit uh miss covid misinformation and, and not even wearing a mask give me a fucking break why do we why do we allow them to uh exist it's just hate speech they blamed it they blamed covid on african americans did did you catch that like a couple months back? No, I didn't, I didn't hear anything about that, yeah. Yeah, that was Fox. Fox blamed African-Americans on national freaking TV 
you know, and, and also uh, get behind the on Fox cable, my cable box um, movement. So uh, in your in your uh, political strategy, um, you're going to be reaching out like like I am to um, organizations that share your beliefs, like Midas Touch. Uh, you know, I'm going to send them to my resume <laughs> and uh, Lincoln Project. And uh, you know, I I actually I tag Midas Touch and Lincoln Project. And, uh, you know, in my, in mine, and I also, uh, you know, share their stuff on your, on your feeds. And so they see that you're a big supporter of theirs. And like, uh, I would think that somebody who's running for office, who is really behind your work, like Midas Touch or whatever, that they should, they should endorse my campaign. That would be awesome. Um, you know, so I'll ask them, I'm going to, I'm officially asking a lot of organizations and, um, personages, uh, you know, personalities, celebrities, what have you, um, to endorse my campaign, including, uh, people I've worked for in the past, like Jerry Brown. I'll even ask Bill Clinton, even though I, I like, I like, uh, I like shit on his wife <laughs> on social media, um, quite a lot, but, but, uh, you know, who knows? He, he might be still be a pussy hound. And probably is and uh you know now he, he probably i don't think bill clinton would endorse my cat my maybe i don't know but you can there's no harm in asking right so just ask i'm okay. i'm going i got a printer now i just need to uh hook it up to my computer i'm gonna print out a like a like a form letter asking for their uh asking for endorsements and um, putting out like a little bit about what I stand for. And I've chosen, I'm asking you for for your endorsement because your uh, beliefs or issues and and, uh, convictions or uh, commitments or whatever um, are in keeping with mine. And I, I, thought that you would want to and you would want to endorse me uh, my my campaign for governor because blah 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 this is how it's going to help you like restaurants i should send um you know send them all to the the biggest best restaurants in 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 arizona and say okay i'm because there was this lady the really nice lady um who, near uh hoover dam who offered to use her restaurant for uh, like a kind of like a town hall, kind of like a town uh-huh. hall meeting. So what I would like to do is set up a, like, a, you know, with all the restaurant major, uh, you know, all any restaurant owner who wants to be a part of it, have like a big Zoom meeting <clears throat> through her restaurant. And, um, you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to go there during Trump virus, but but we can. um we can, we have the technology and this is COVID anyway. We're not supposed to be fucking meeting in, in one big place. So, but we could just yeah. have this thing through zoom, um, basically. And, uh, you know, invite all the restaurants, all the major restaurant owners, um, to, to ask questions, uh, invite them to ask questions and, uh, tell them a little bit about, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, why, why I'm helping set this up or, you know, what I want, I want to listen to 
their ideas and suggestions about how uh, we can we can um, improve things for restaurant owners in in Arizona. So uh, you know, like more maybe like subsidies or something or for uh, during COVID or, or uh, for tr- for delivery services, maybe like helping them or you know what whatever the, the whatever they need. Uh, you know, set up set up events like that, and then you know your name is getting out there um, as being a uh, first of all a candidate, but also like you're sponsoring this thing for restaurant owners or in this case, and uh, and you're inviting their uh, opinions, and here's maybe some uh, suggestions to get started. You know, how can we? How can uh, gov- when I'm governor, uh, what can what can I do? Uh, or what can we do to uh, support restaurants turning more into delivery? Maybe, you know what, maybe we can be the first day to offer uh, drones to uh, have like pizza deliveries. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's possible. I yeah, mean, no. like, I think, I think, you're, I think you're kind of, uh, <laughs> yeah, like you're, like you're doing something good. Like I, I would say go after every, demographic possible so like you mentioned like you're already popular like among some black people on tiktok like go after every single group you could think of go after like try to get groups uh support from different religious groups try to get support from labor unions try to get support from like every like from like ethnic groups uh gender groups uh lgbt whatever like any any group you could think of exactly try to get that support yeah um. Yeah, multi prong. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, that's. Uh, I do that. I I just uh, sent this. It was a uh, fifteen second TikTok video I made. I'm focusing right now on on um, demanding people indict Trump. Um. Uh-huh. It's it's not only probably the most I think it's the most important issue here um, in America, but also a, a lot of other people feel the same way I do. Uh, but they're not their voice isn't being represented in the media or also um, you know on social media. There's still a lot of Russian and Trump trolls out there that are you know they they're the ones that. Uh, you know, make personal attacks or, uh, on people. They're, they're out there to, to, uh, tear any creators down or any, um, Trump, uh, uh, you know, Trump haters or so-called, uh, so-called haters. I, I don't, I don't hate him. I don't hate anybody. I just think he's, uh, I agree with Noam Chomsky, um, who said that he was the worst criminal in human history. So we got to freaking lock him up or he's, you know, he's every day, he's every day he's out of prison. He's, he's, uh, he's, um, working to, to destroy this country, to tear us, uh, tear this country up, tear up, the, tear up everything. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, maybe he's the, uh, return of the spirit of Hitler or something. I don't know. I, I think he, maybe he thinks he is. <clears throat> Apparently, because he can read. Uh, are, are, are you on the ballot yet for the governor race? Um, it's a uh, the I'm I'm in the process I'm in the uh, part where uh, 
I'm trying to get a link if there's such a thing. I, there must be like a link to be able to sign my nominating petition. And then I'm going to get that link and then I'm going to promote the shit out of that. I'm going to put it um, like uh, over on everything, uh, everything I send out, every message. So you're, you're more or less like around the same stage I am. Like you've already written your statement and kind of see where you're working on your petition. Yeah. And I'm also uh, working on trying to get uh, endorsements. It's going to be hard for me too. Uh, because uh, Katie Hobbs is. What was that? How many signatures do you need? Oh, good question. That would be a good question for the um, um, for the Secretary of State. So on Monday, both both of us should call the Secretary of State and ask them that question because it's different for you than it is for me. I mean, I could look it up for you. I think you can find it online. Like for me, I need two hundred. So two. 200 is not hard at all. 200? What? <laughs> yeah, that's all I need. That's all I need. 200 signatures? That, that's a little, right? Or you think that's to a lot? Run, to run for a representative of Congress? Yeah, all I need is 200. What? That yeah. is that is insane and awesome at the same time. Wow. Yeah, because I was, I was talking to this guy from Massachusetts, uh-huh. and he was saying... <laughs> he was saying over there, you like you need two thousand. Yeah, like you need two thousand for Senate. You need like ten thousand. <laughs> so like, wow. yeah, I only need I only need two hundred to get on the ballot. Oh my god, you're so lucky! Oh my god, that, that's why that's why I'm in a rush to do all this because that that's it, it, for me. It's going to be very easy to get two hundred signatures. So once <laughs> I get that, I'm going to be legit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm so jealous. Hold on, I'm I hate this part. So even though it says to get to uh, uh, 200, you're going to get how many, Brandon? <laughs> you're going like to get way more than that. No, you're going to get way more nominating signatures than that because because why? Because uh, they're going to try to challenge it or whatever? Yeah, yeah. They're gonna, if you have 201, they're going to challenge it and they're probably going to um, knock you off the ballot. So you have to, I would get, if I were you, I would get, Bare minimum, a thousand signatures. Get a thousand signatures, man, and then you're you're like, uh, uh you know, ironclads. You're Iron Man. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm trying, okay. Thanks. Yeah. Hey, can you requirements for ballot in Arizona? I'm looking it up. Yeah. Great. Thanks. I'm sure it's thousands, <laughs> but. It's electronic. It's online, so I can do what I just what I said. Put it out to like ASU Young Democrats, University of Arizona Young Democrats, Lady Democrats of Tucson, Lady Democrats of Yuma. Just like I, I've messaged some of these groups, and like they'll just like read my message and not respond. Hmm. Like like I like I, I messaged like the county I live in is Hunterdon County. I messaged Hunterdon County Young Democrats. And like it shows, like they read the message, but they didn't respond. Well, it's COVID, man. Maybe they were they're busy or something, or understaffed. <laughs> understaffed. Yeah. Um. So give them a call. Mm-hmm. Get on the horn. Okay, so the, in, in Arizona, in Arizona, it's kind of weird. Uh, they say it's uh. The number of signatures needed to place a measure on the ballot is based on the total number of votes 
cast, cast for in the, the governor last in the election. election. <laughs> yes. So, so you you need let's see. Um, you need fifteen percent. So you would need shit, dude. You need one hundred eighteen thousand eight hundred twenty-three signatures. What? (laughs) Oh my God! Really? Is that what it says for Democrat? I mean, if I'm reading it right, I could be misunderstanding. Honestly, I'm probably misunderstanding because that's like way too many. uh, Yeah, I would say so. Fuck. No, I I think that must be like total or something. Maybe it's like half of that for Democrats. Let's see. I don't even know, man. Like, it's saying, I don't know. You, you have to look that up. I can't figure it out. You probably just need a shit ton, though. Yeah. Yeah. I only need 200. <laughs> oh, my God. That's totally unfair. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, like, it would make sense if you're running for a statewide race, like, that you would need more, but 200 is, like, not that much. Like, because, like, I'm running for my district, and my district is, like, one whole county and like a little bit of a few surrounding counties. Uh, so like I, I forgot how many. Re- I think there's like eight hundred thousand registered voters, voters in my district, and I only need two hundred signatures. So how are you going to get your signatures? Or you can get them online. Are you going to just try to get them online? Uh, that, that's what I, I was unsure of. If I'm if I'm able to get it online, like if I'm allowed to collect signatures online, then I'm going to do that. Yeah, for sure, but, man. But if, if not, like, it, it wouldn't be a big deal because it's only 200 signatures. Like, if I had to get them in person, it wouldn't. I don't imagine it would take that long. <laughs> that is, that's so unfair. In fact, I should I should file a lawsuit about how fucking unfair that is. If that's if that's the case, if I have to get 118 fucking signatures and you only have to get 200, how fucking unfair is that? That's that's like. Oh, oh! It's a different race, of course, different race. Mm. But it's, it's actually, yeah, state. because it's saying it's saying fifteen percent of the total votes cast. So the last, it, the votes cast for governor was two million three hundred seventy six thousand four hundred forty one, and you need fifteen percent of that. So yeah, it's saying fifteen percent is uh, whatever it was over a hundred thousand. Oh my God, that doesn't sound right at all. I mean, like fair at all um i would think you know what i bet that's halved at least because that's uh the both republicans and democrats and independents etc etc who voted that's a 50 percent so um i think it you know by party it'd be like i believe the way it's done is uh for democrats you know so i think that if if that's the case it would be halved of that just like Fifty-eight thousand <laughs> signatures. <laughs> that's like, yeah, it's absurd. Uh, but that like is there's, that is there's crazy. Groups, like, if you get support from groups, they'll help you get signatures. Like, I contacted Our Revolution. Have you heard of them? Yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah, I contacted them, and like they said, they were going to get back to me. Like they said, the regional district manager was going to contact me. It's been a week; they haven't contacted me, but. Uh, the guy over the phone, he said, like, oh, like, we could help you get the signatures, no problem. I mean, I, I only need 200, so, like, I don't need their help with that anyway. But, like, maybe maybe you could do something similar, like, contact a group and get their support, and they'll help you get those signatures. Yeah, yeah. 
because like if you if you need a ton like there's just no way you'd be able to do it on your own you would need help like yeah. even if you're it's not, it's not it has nothing to do with your popularity it's just like that's a ton of signatures yeah what, yeah you know what i would do is i would just like you know bug them until they they help help me out here man because <laughs> and you know just all they have to do really is to uh to post a link on their pages on social media just just you know forward this link that i give them and uh uh, like a link to my platform Uh, i should do like a brief um brief platform for governor on my website and uh that it would that people could go to and um for more information and uh and yeah just go uh, i i think that's how i would have to do it go through organizations because like one by one you know it's it's too damn it's impossible if it's uh you know just one one by one it has to go through organizations and big or big organizations like uh if i'm trying to get the college democrats of arizona to endorse my campaign and uh they're uh so you know i i even told them i said um you know about how i um i'm looking for early endorsements uh, because when i get into governor i want to make sure that you know i'm going to be carrying out what i i uh work out with groups like this you know, young Democrats of Arizona, like, so they have a, you know, I, I, I said, I'm in favor of full, um, uh, cancellation of student debts and free education around uh, in Arizona. Um, I support free education, uh, you know, free tuition, uh, which will be a boon to our economy because other students from around the nation will want to go to where there's free tuition basically. And, um, I, I, I said, I'm, I'm even more progressive than I'm the most progressive candidate because I even, I even support, uh, full refunds for the student loans that we've already paid off. So, and, and I asked them, I want the, I want them to, um, give me some suggestions, um, of things that they want. So when I'm governor, uh, we can, we can carry them out quickly i mean that that is pretty expensive like to get people refunds i mean i'm for the things i want are expensive too like i want to cancel student loan debt and credit card debt so like i I know credit card debt is like a lot of money too yeah like a like a one-time general amnesty from credit card debt (laughs) yeah pretty much for students huh I, I no, no, for for everybody, like na- national, like credit card debt. Wow, that'd be awesome. I like, like, let me, how I much like that idea. I'm gonna look I up national any. credit card debt. It's uh, especially at this time. It's it's huge and it's never been bigger, from what I understand. So the, the national America. credit card debt is eight hundred four billion dollars, and like I think student loan debt is more than that. Okay, so what uh, what I would do in your case, in your race... Um, yeah, like student, is, student loan debt say is that, $1.61 trillion. And so like the national credit card debt is like half of that. 
Okay, so who else in Congress is um, espousing the same view, same idea? The Republicans, right? I mean, sorry, no, the, I'm sorry, the squad, like in Bernie Sanders. I'm, but, I'm sure they would be for it. I haven't, I haven't heard anyone uh, advocating for canceling credit card debt, but oh, that's wow, something okay. that I would be for. Okay, yeah. so, so then you can say, um, if this is the case, then, uh, you know, nobody else in Congress is talking about this, but I'm in favor of uh, a one-time cancellation of all, of all credit card debt and, uh, you know, get the number. How much debt is there in America? And, and you know, get a, get a couple statistics. $804 billion. $804 billion. What's the average uh, indebted rates to credit cards what's a, what's the average credit card debt in america how much does the average person owe in credit card? it says uh on average americans carry six one six thousand one hundred and ninety four dollars in credit card debt wow okay now um okay so that's a good statistic to know so about seven thousand dollars so yeah, yeah uh, average person that would help uh you can say like in this time of covid you know there's so much uh, um, unemployment and stuff, and, and people are up to their neck in debt. At, it's um, average seven thousand dollars in debt, and wouldn't wouldn't it uh, just be really uplifting to the general public if we just like canceled that credit, cancel, have a one time cancellation of all credit card debt? You know, sorry, American people, for a shitty uh, fucking Nazi that was uh, running the country into the ground. Um, but like the, uh, thing is, the thing is, like, I acknowledge that it is expensive, <laughs> but it's not like we don't have the money to do it. It all depends what we spend the money on, right? Yeah, it's, so a, it's not about priorities. Like, Progressive priorities. Like corporate welfare or, like, overseas wars, like a huge overloaded military. Yeah. Like, these are things that we're spending our money on. I have a good I have a good slogan for us, man. Uh, progressive priorities. Yeah, I mean, I I, I got a I got a, a really good one, but I don't know. Like, do you know if you're allowed to have a slogan for both the pro- primary and then a different slogan for the general election? Why not? Like, do you know, like, I think I don't think yeah. there's any uh, rules or regulations governing how um how many slogans you can have. <laughs> it's like I, I, I want like a slogan that'll like appeal mostly to Democrats in the primary, and then I, I have a slogan that'll appeal like pretty much to everybody, like Republicans, Independents, Democrats. Yeah, you can, you know, make a slogan for each target population that you're going to reach out to. Like, okay, Republicans, yeah, sure, maybe the um, let's go Brandon uh, Win Win Winberg. <laughs> bumper sticker give them give like drop off a bunch of you that's how you can get them to to um support you even though they don't want to support a democrat is to make a bumper sticker or stickers and and give them to the uh republican headquarters in your in your local uh gop hq and uh drop off some stickers that say let's go brandon weinberg (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, put the, I'll put the Brandon in like big letters and then just Weinberg in small letters. <laughs> yeah, you might be able to get uh, a lot of Republicans to vote for you that way uh, by having a sense of humor. Um, 
So, okay. That, so- that's, that's the one thing. Like, I, even to begin with, I was unsure if I should even run as a Democrat or a Republican. Like, I'm trying to think, what do I have the best chance of winning? Because, like, I, I'm still going to support my ideas no matter what party I run on. I'm just trying to think, what party do I have the best chance on, what, like, winning on? And, like, I, I decided that Democrat probably because, like, I'm more for progressive stuff. And, like, it's hard harder to get republicans on board with like progressive ideas but to be honest like i think i would appeal to a lot of uh, republicans also well i think for your name alone uh, you would appeal to a shit ton of republicans <laughs> <laughs> yeah because i mean like what are republicans honestly for like they don't really care about policy that much they, they just like care about like culture war and like i don't know so, yeah, yeah. I, you know, think, that would be would a really it. awesome culture jamming thing to do is is to run as a Republican instead of a and, and uh, outdo, outdo the Republicans at their own game. And uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then even if you lose, um, um, which that's, you probably won't, like because you have a Democrat, because like even if, if I decide, if I lose in the primary, I'm still going to run as an independent and I'm, I'm going to get the progressive voters from the Democratic side. And then I think I would get a good deal of Republicans also. So like, it would be, it, it, it all depends how I use these next few months, like how much I really build my campaign, how popular I get. Hmm. I think now that, now that you mention it, uh, maybe best thing to do would be to run as a Republican. And then, um, well, like, I, I, I'm, because, I'm really because your name, like, if, if, if I, if I run as a Democrat, I'm only running up against Malinowski. And, like, that's tough on its own because he's the incumbent and he is kind of popular, like, in this area of, among Democrats. Yeah, and also you, so, might, like, you, might, the... uh, you might piss off a lot of people for splitting the vote and, and all that shit. Although, yeah, you yeah. know, like, uh, competition is supposed to be healthy in other <laughs> uh, in all in all areas of life. But, uh, right. but like, no. on the flip side, like, on the Republican side, there's already, like, six serious candidates on the ballot. Oh, good. So well, like, then you can maybe uh, split up, split their votes and make it <laughs> impossible for the Republicans to. Uh, it sounds like they're already splitting up their votes, though. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, on, hmm. on the one side, it's tough because Malinowski's already established and he's already got a lot of support. And then on the other side, it's just there's a lot of candidates in the Republican side. And the one of the guys running is pretty popular among republicans so like i just think that I, I think i would get a good deal of support but i think just the path is tougher just because it's harder to appeal to the republican base as a progressive yeah they're as in the general if, if in the general election you know that's when i can start appealing to republicans you know so like for now i'm just all in on trying to win this democratic primary and then if i win or lose like if I win, then obviously I I already have the support of the Democrats, and then I just have to focus on getting independents and Republicans. But even if I lose, I'm just going to run as an independent, and then try to pull from both sides that way. Oh, how about this, um, Brandon? Why don't you just run as an independent, man? Because uh, you know the the Republicans are going to split up their own vote. The uh, the Democratic. Uh, dude, he's probably going to win the primary anyway because he has name recognition, et cetera, et cetera, and money, corporate money. Uh, um, and uh, so, and who? What about independent? I mean, you have the perfect opportunity to run as an independent. 
But the thing is, where do I get the support? You know what I mean? Like, the, most of the support is already within the Republican and Democratic parties. So, like, if I were to get, if I were to win the Democratic primary, I'd have most of the Democrats locked up. Like, obviously, there will still be some Democrats pissed off that I, I knocked off Malinowski and they won't vote. But, like, I would have the majority of their support already. Hmm. So, like, at that point, I would have to focus on just getting independents and Republicans versus if I just has run as an independent, I still think I would have a good shot. But, like, obviously, most of the Republican support and Democrat support are going to go for the nominees. And it's just, it, like, it's possible, but it's a harder path. What about the independent like, I'm, party? I'm, but, uh, I that's mean, what like, I'm saying. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm all for a third party in this country, but, yeah. like, it's just so much harder. It's hard. It, like, right well, now, it's, you have it's always hard, parties. sweetie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and actually, I think it would be more of an uphill battle uh, if you did run against a Democrat because there's nobody um, there's nobody in the independent uh, in the race as like an independent party, an independent candidate. And well, like, uh, every, every election cycle, you always have like the two major parties and then you'll have like smaller parties like the Green Party or like libertarian party and they'll get like a few thousand votes but they're ultimately like insignificant you know what i mean mm. oh yeah like, and, it, and like it's it, harder it's and fair, the democrats it, can't vote for you support. and democrats can't vote for you because they're fucking registered democrats right well in, in the general you can vote for anyone you want like uh so like as long as you're registered to vote it doesn't matter who you're registered to vote for you can vote for anyone in the general election but in the primary you have to be registered uh, a Democrat to vote Democrat and registered Republican to vote Republican. Don't you have to be a registered Democrat to run as a Democrat? <laughs> that, that's what, that, that was a question I had for you before, because right now I'm registered oh. independent, but I'm yeah, trying to I run think, in the Democratic primary. Yeah, like in the statement of interest, it says that... Party affiliation. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was my question, because, like, right now I'm registered independent, but I want to run as a Democrat. Like, why do you want to run as... Because, uh... Because why? Why do I want to run as a Democrat? Yeah, not an independent. Because I, I feel like my best chance to win is by getting uh, the support from either party. So, like, if I, if I win the Democratic primary, then I have most of the Democrats locked up. And then well, I you can do that as an independent. You can get uh, um, support from either party as an independent. Probably better, actually, because then it's not... Uh, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. But, well, like, do, do you get what I'm saying? Like, if I... Let's say if I win as a Democrat, I have pretty much the entire Democratic uh, voters to vote for me because most people who are Republican or Democrat think like that. They're like, mm. all right, I'm just going to vote for whoever represents my party. No, so no, like, no, no. They're going to vote for the incumbent because he has name recognition and corporate money behind him. The, before they, they don't know who you are, dude. <laughs> but that's what, I'm saying. that's what I'm saying. If I blow up my campaign and I become popular, they're going to know who I am. Yeah, and... I think you can do that best as an independent. And actually, you could be kind of like a pioneer for independent. Uh, you know, the independent uh, party in this country should be stronger. And uh, there are a lot of people right now who are, you know, the uh, exits. Democratic exits. Uh, there's a Facebook page I just posted to <laughs> Democratic exits, mm -hmm. and and also there are like there's one. It's a uh, 
Democrats and Republican united against Trump. You know, there, there, are, there are groups of uh, defectors from both parties. And also you can uh, tap into, the, of course, the Green Party and the, and the uh, um, you know, because you're going to have green policies as well. You know, have some green yeah. policies to uh, appeal to to the green uh, greens and the in the green friendly elements of the Democratic Party too. Um, um, there should be a lot to do in New Jersey, right? <laughs> no, how about how about this? Like some kind of like, uh, you know, more I would say like more outdoor parks and stuff. You know, in New Jersey doesn't New Jersey kind of like it's too too fucking congested and shit. Um, I, I mean, I'm, I, I'm in favor of like community gardens. What? Have you, have you, have you been to Jersey before? Um, briefly. Yeah. A couple yeah, of times. Like, it's like so, some people have like a misconception of like New Jersey. So like in my area, it's like pretty like. Wait, better public transportation and, um, sorry. You're... Hello. Wait, I'm having problems. Yeah, can you hear me? Okay, because you uh, you you sound like uh, you're going to sleep like that. Everything's super expensive. Oh, piss poor. Okie doke. Right. Hello. Hey there. Uh, yeah, that was weird. Hey, yeah, was, I got cut off. Yeah. Um, what you were saying that uh, New Jersey has, uh, has it's very expensive and um, yeah, basically like the, the like cost of living in New Jersey is like so expensive and like uh, it's hard for a lot of people to like stay in Jersey just because it's so expensive. Like I guess relative to like Pennsylvania, like we have uh, most people have more income, but like at the same time, it's just like it's more expensive than what most people are getting out of it. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. The more I think about this, the more I'm, I'm kind of excited for you that you can, you can actually run as an independent candidate so easily, man. And it would fit right in because the people, uh, the majority of Democrats, whether you, uh, you know, run a good, excellent campaign or not, are still going to vote for the, uh, for the incumbent you know, it's that's just the way these things work. And uh, I mean, fortunately, it's, it's, it's not like it's unprecedented. Like uh, AOC, like she won against a popular incumbent, like someone who was like firmly entrenched. So it's not like it's impossible, but like, yeah, that's true. It, it is tough. Uh-huh. It is tough. Stacey Abrams like, almost I thought, won. I thought, I, thought, I thought a lot about like my appeal to like people across the board. And like, I do realize that I can literally run as a Democrat, independent or Republican, like, I feel like I would get a lot of support either way. But, like, let's say if I were to just run as an independent from the get-go, mm-hmm. given that, like... There's no competition. Yeah, there's no competition. But, like, at the same time, competition is what gets exposure, right? So, like, if I'm challenging Malinowski, 
that's going to like send a lot of, uh, that's going to garner a lot of media attention because it's like, oh, wow, who's this guy challenging uh, the incumbent seat? So like, I'm going to get a lot of exposure from that. So regardless, uh, like, obviously I'm in it to win, but let's say if I lose, I can still run as an independent, you know what I mean? And at that point, I would have a lot more exposure versus as me just running as an independent and waiting till the general election. Yeah, that's actually kind of an interesting, um, yeah, that's, 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 so yeah, like, that's a I'm, good I'm, idea. I'm going to run, like, a dirty campaign in terms of, like, <laughs> not, not doing, I'm not, like, I'm not talking about doing something, like, corrupt or, like, illegal, but just in terms of, like, just dragging this guy's name in the mud and like just really a lot of self-promotion and then whatever whatever the outcome happens like at that point i'm going to be a name in the area Mm -hmm. and i'll have some support yeah (laughs) because like the the thing is it's not going to be hard for me to drag his name through the mud because like he's already he's done that on his own like he's done some like shady stuff with like insider trading and like short selling and just like uh and he like didn't you you could look it up he he, like didn't report like how much he made and stuff like that so yeah um that's really what i'm gonna like hone in on it's just you know talk about how like we can't trust this guy like he's just he's just like every other corrupt politician like we need somebody who represents us oh yeah i like it i like it yeah, that's uh, that's a. I think that's a good idea. Um, now that you you uh, sit, you know, explain um, why you would run against him for the for the media attention. Yeah, and it's all about uh, you know playing the media. Like, if, if there was if there was a third major party, then maybe that party would make sense. But like as of right now, it's just mainly a, a two party system, and. Uh, like I said, if it, if it doesn't work out in the primary, I can still run third party in the general election. Yeah, that sounds like a good plan to me. Yeah, lucky you—you're like, you're already I, I, I can't, basically I can't, on the ballot. I can't come out with that. I can't come out with that from the beginning because if I tell everyone, oh, if I lose, I'm going to run as independent, they'll be like, oh, then you're not a real Democrat, and they're not going to want to vote for me. Uh-huh. So like, so like, I, I just have to keep that under wraps, yeah. and then. Keep that if it mind. turns out that way, then yeah, you know, I'm going to run as independent. Far out, dudes. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a good plan to me, man. Yeah, so like that's why I'm Lucky just such in a rush to like get on the ballot because all I need is 200 signatures and mm. I just need to do whatever other legal stuff and then I can like I'll be an official candidate. Yeah. Yeah, do it. Do it to it, man. You already you already put in your file today, right? You just filed, yeah. Uh, Did you finish? No, I, 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 I didn't finish. Uh, finish. Because like I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to do everything like the right way. So like I want to mm. know, like what I should put as my committee name. Like I don't want to rush and put like some bullshit name, and like find out I should put, uh, should have put something else. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna like, I'm gonna call somebody, and like ask for more info on that. Like you're probably right. Like it, it could just be something basic as whatever. Like. Brandon Weinberg for Congress or committee, whatever. But I, uh, I just want to like uh, knowing your sure. knowing your real name now. I would I would call it committee to elect Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe because like like you said, the let's go Brandon thing is already uh, people already know about that. Yeah, you can hijack off of off of that meme. You wanted a meme, yeah. you know, use uh-huh. it. I'm I'm totally um, all for 
hitchhiking um, and hijacking off of Trump, too. The fact that the, the reason why he's all over the fucking media is that for some some reason, people, you know, they want to see what the what bullshit he's saying now or, you know, he's, he's click worthy or whatever, however you, uh, right. you call it. Like people, you know, he, he does, he gathers, he draws media attention. He, if um, that's one of his strength, super strengths, I would say. As playing yeah, I mean, the like media. you touched on it before when you, you were talking about like how uh, student elections are different from government elections. I mean, like the difference is like okay, government elections is that there's a lot more money involved. It, it a lot of it is who you know and stuff like that. But at the same uh, at the same time, the end of the day, it's a popularity contest. Whoever's the most popular is going to win, mm-hmm. right? So like, uh. Yeah, and this is like Trump or not, he was a very popular candidate. He was able to rally up his base. He did talk about some like populist ideas about, you know, like uh, obviously like healthcare uh, coverage is not like as I guess it was big of a deal for Republican voters. But like he told people in the campaign, you know, he's like people aren't going to die in the streets. Like if I'm president. You know, maybe that was just rhetoric. He didn't really do anything about it. But, but, you know, that's popular rhetoric. He had popular ideas. He said, you know, we're going to fix our roads. We're going to fix this, that, you know, versus like Ted Cruz, Marco Rubio is like, what what were their ideas, you know? Hmm. Well, so it's all all, all about. Although he does a lot of slamming uh, people, too. He's like whips up people's like misogyny to uh you know say lock up hillary clinton you know lock her up you know get you know like he had the cl- the crowds start to chant lock her up lock her up that's that was his, you know his that's him working his crowds and those people are paid 150 dollars to show up you know that was it was on craigslist he, like he, think about it who, who are the two most popular people on either side you have trump is the most popular figure of the republican party Uh and then in my in my opinion i think bernie sanders is the most popular among democrats like he didn't win in the primary but i think if you were to do a polling i think i think uh bernie sanders would be poll uh as more popular than joe biden oh yeah he's he's um already by far the most popular candidate in the in the politician in the country bernie sanders yeah President Sanders, yeah, I call more, him probably President more than Trump, right? <sighs> Bernie's, well, Bernie's probably more popular than Trump, right? Yeah, he he like, was he was going to win if Bernie had stuck it out and hadn't dropped out for the second damn time of the primaries. Yeah. Um, he was, uh, you know, it was uh, Michael Moore who did a breakdown of that, but. Um, yeah, he was he was going to win uh, if Bernie Sanders got the nomination. He was going to win over Trump by the widest margin of all the Democratic candidates. Mm. Um, so I think yeah. I think it's about combining elements of like what there's already a precedent for. So like, you know, I'm with Bernie on most of the issues. I agree with a lot of progressive ideas, and then at the same time, you know, Trump was very popular because like in a sense he was a meme he was uh he became popular because of his like i guess charisma but also his behavior like he got a lot of media attention so that's the two things if you're on the side of ideas and popular ideas and then you're also 
getting that media attention, like, I think that's hard to stop. I think that's hard to beat. You know, here's here's a suggestion for you. Uh, you know how Bernie Sanders is an independent, actually. He's or he was. He he yeah. was. Yeah, he's he's still like as a senator, and he like. Yeah, he's, uh, he's independent, and then like for the pr- president, he ran as Democrat. Yeah. So, uh, what you could do uh, is um, call him, call up his office. And I mean, like, say the, I'm a candidate. Is, I'm an independent candidate, and uh, you're you're the epitome of a successful independent um, politician. Politician, yeah. Although that word <laughs> kind of like sticks to the roof of your mouth, doesn't it? <laughs> Politicians, yeah. politicians, and dogs respond uh-huh. well to ridicule. Um, but. Um, no, so, and, and ask him for some advice, you know, don't. Well, the thing is, like, the, there was a progressive that ran a few years ago in my district, and, like, he had the backing of, like, Justice Democrats and uh, and of Bernie Sanders. So the thing is, like, I just have to get my campaign off the ground and get some exposure, and once that happens, I can start getting some, like, endorsements from some big names. Yeah, well, Talk, call him. Probably you'll be able to talk to him faster than Bernie Sanders. I, I've tried to talk to Bernie Sanders many times, never get a and response. The, and the thing is, like, also getting, uh, like, even if people from like, like, let's say Democratic news outlets don't want to cover you, you can still go on like uh, conservative news outlets and get coverage that way. Like, you mm-hmm. know, you can get, uh, like, as long as you come across civil and all that, like, you can get. Uh, attention that way like if you go on like even fox news or whatever whatever republicans watch or listen to um yeah and i know what you mean and i totally agree i'm just thinking like they don't uh they wouldn't put me on because they would know that i'm in favor of indicting trump and uh they don't want that i'm in favor of indicting them even 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 opposing news outlets invite people of uh differing opinions even if their goal is to like shit on them that they'll still invite people they'll they'll try to frame you in a certain way i like all right here's this person who's a radical so she's a whatever, hippie blah, blah, blah. yeah radical hippie yeah but like berkeley ultimately berkeley. like you have your mouth you can speak for yourself and like you can get exposure that way hmm wonder what's the best way to pitch myself to uh, in uh in, in to those like to like fox my like fox phoenix Mm-hmm. I've... Like the, the first thing, the first thing that you got to do is become a serious candidate. And part of becoming serious is like, all right, get on the ballot, uh, do all the basic things. Like, cause it's going to be hard to get exposure if you're like, all right, I'm running for governor, but I'm not on the ballot yet. You know what I mean? Like people, people will take you seriously. Like once you're official, so do everything you can to become official mm-hmm. and then worry about getting like endorsements and like major media attention, you know, later. <laughs> yeah or or uh or not i mean it's it's still kind of early in the race so that uh i mean the like the the signatures are due april 4th friday 5 right, p.m like, like i said like once you get all that so like, i'm gonna, I'm gonna hire i'm gonna have to hire uh maybe hire uh petition partners i need to contact them mm-hmm. petition partners to get me signatures but you, you don't have to hire anybody. If you get support from, like, different groups, those groups can help you get the signatures. 
yeah, that like too. Like you said, you said yourself, you're trying, you're trying to get like college young Democrats or whatever, get support from whatever, get any volunteer help you can and have them help you, you know? Yeah, I'm going to do that too. But I think, uh, you know, if I wanted to do exactly what you just said, to, you know, prioritize getting myself on the ballot um, so that oh. I'm, a, I'm definitely a candidate running against, uh, you know, running against these people, then, um, I need to, I need to get the ball rolling and seriously, uh, you know, I, I actually worked a little bit with petition partners before, so I'm pretty right. sure I it's can. Like, it's like you said, the deadline's April 4th or whatever, but you want to get on the ballot ASAP. So that way, once that's out of the way, you can actually focus on growing your brand, growing, uh, your campaign and building your campaign. Yeah. It's like if you if if you don't get the required signatures until, you know, March or early April, like that's you're going to be behind the game because there's already people on the ballot who are, you know, talking to media outlets and getting exposure. Yeah, that's true, huh? That's why they're getting media media attention because they're already on the ballot. Yeah. Because if you think about it, we're already late. Like uh, for Jersey, like we we weren't able to start collecting signatures until a couple of days ago. But I guess people already filed with the FEC and did their statement of candidacies like sometime last year. Sometimes they do it like literally right after an election ends. Mm-hmm. They'll say they're running for Congress. So, like if you think about it, we're already kind of late, but like it's not too late to become serious. It's just you have to. You definitely do have to get on the ballot as soon as possible. Yeah, you're right. Totally right. Justin mm-hmm. and Brandon. <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, so lucky. You're so lucky. 200 signatures. That's incredible, man. I can't believe that. Oh, my God. Because, yeah, I mean, like, like I, I, can't, I can't imagine if I were to think of getting 118,000, whatever you need. <laughs> Then, and uh, definitely I would need to hire uh, petition partners and, and and do all those outlets you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like start off small. Like, like obviously, like the end goal would be on like a big platform like Joe Rogan or something like that. But start off small, like contact local or not local, but like smaller progressive YouTube channels and be like, hey, uh, I'm running for governor in Arizona. Uh, would you give me... Uh, you know, a segment and I can talk about my ideas and like smaller channels will be, uh, willing to do that. Yeah, and then once you get the smaller channels and then you, you start building your campaign. Okay. Then you can start talking to like bigger progressive channels like Jimmy Dore or Kyle Kalinske or whatever other ones. are. I've been trying to for ages to get, uh, Trevor Noah and, uh, uh, John Oliver and Colbert Report and also, uh, well, lots of them. Rachel Maddow and the Daily Beans yeah, podcast. I mean, the, and, and, yeah, uh, the, the, that's like the end goal, right? Like, that's what you want. But, like, it's going to be hard to, like, be, like, not established and, like, try to get that, try to get uh, on their show. Like, they're going to want, like, people that at least people know who they are. You know what I mean? Yeah, and at least, you know, getting being on the ballot is you know it's a certain uh, credibility. Mm-hmm. Credibility, yeah. So, so that, that's that's all I mean by being a serious candidate. Like, I'm not saying that you aren't serious in what you're doing, but like people won't take you seriously until you're 
official. Yeah, exactly. You're right. I'll admit it. Isn't it nice to be right? <laughs> but that's the thing, too. Like, it, it is nice to be right, but at the same time, you have to be open-minded and willing to accept when you're wrong. So, like, if I'm wrong about something, I can't be prideful and, like, just try to stick to that. If someone has something that's going to work out better for me, I have to be open to that. Yeah, that's a good attitude to have. Be flexible. Mm-hmm. Flexibility. Mm-hmm. Like, just be flexible to the truth. Like, just be open to the truth and just open to the fact that we might not know everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hum- that's a kind of element of humility or humbleness, whatever, hum- being humble, that uh, mm-hmm. a lot of Americans, you know, we seem to lost sight of in favor of the bully. The bully in mm-hmm. society has really had a like time said, to shine. It's, it's all, it's- it's all about balance. Like, I think there is something good about having a healthy amount of narcissism and, you know, pride. But, like, at the same time, you have to be realistic and know, like, okay, like, nobody's perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a healthy amount of narcissism. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. that sounds kind of like an oxymoron, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, self-awareness, basically. Yeah, self-awareness, exactly. Just being knowing who you are and uh, just working on bettering yourself, I guess. And, yeah, where you want to be, where you got to be. I feel like mm. I, I got to I gotta win this race, man. I got to, if I don't win this one, I got to win the next one. And, <laughs> and uh, how, how, how old are you right now? How, how old are you? Um, I'm probably about twice your age. How old are you, like? Third, no, thirty. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah, I was totally right. Twice uh-huh. your age. Twice your age. Oh. Uh, fifty. I'm actually fifty-two. I just look thirty. Yeah, so like. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, like that's something that I feel like I have going for me is that I'm young and I'm going up against someone who's like almost sixty. And, like, maybe people want to see, like, a young person run, I guess. Yeah, we do. We want to see a, 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 you know, I identify with young people. And Bernie Sanders himself pointed out that, uh, you know, the the most progressive part of our population is the young people. So that's going to be your and my target population that will probably bring us to success. Like all the, uh, you know, college and, and uh, women and so-called minorities, minority groups, and like, um, as yeah, well like as the ultimately... real New Jersey boys. Maybe you can get the Jersey boys to do a uh, a prank for you. Another thing, like, is like <laughs> trying to like expand the electorate and like trying to get people who don't normally vote. So, like, if you can get not not every young person is registered to vote so like if you could get young people to register to vote and vote for you or you know maybe certain minorities who aren't registered to vote or whatever or people who are registered to vote but don't normally vote uh just like expanding that like expanding the turnout and like having them vote for you that's gonna make you more competitive yeah, that's what I've um, reached out to, like, League of Women Voters and, uh, like, Vote Tucson, Young Vote. You know, these voting, these uh, 
these groups that organize around voting itself. Like I think one is called We Vote Tomorrow or uh, – yeah, uh, like each – state has you 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 can reach out to the league of women voters too i mean that's a pretty powerful or used to be a pretty powerful organization um mm-hmm. and what and, do they, uh, they do they try to get women to vote yeah 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 nwpc yeah. that's the national women's political caucus i used to actually be an executive board member in alameda county for that um so uh what I'm doing is like with these groups and, and more, um, I'm asking them, uh, you know, if I can, if we can schedule a, uh, a zoom meeting mm-hmm. and try to try to, uh, you know, capitalize on the fact that we have all the technology we need to reach out to all these groups um, and uh, we just need the will and the time and the energy and uh, dedication, perseverance and uh, or, or organization to get all this shit done, man. <laughs> There's a ton of stuff to do. A ton of stuff to do, man. So, yeah, that's literally all I've been doing is uh, just posting to different groups. Like, do, do, you, do you use uh, Reddit or Discord? Um, I've got Discord downloaded. I, have, I haven't actually used it yet. But actually, there was, a, there was somebody I met on TikTok who's going to be my um, point man in, um, let's see, which, uh, Louisiana. Progressive is... It was, um, what is it, poly underscore TikTok, no, poly TikTok is his uh, screen name, and um, and he, there, he said that, uh, you know, I, okay, I went in on one of his live sessions on TikTok, and he was saying, oh, you really, are you running for governor? And, said yeah i'm really running for governor and he said i would i support you and i can actually take that you know and turn that into a meme by the way um but uh, he said join us on discord because we can boost you so uh that's that's a reason to you know hang out on tiktok and look for like-minded individuals i like politics girl or yeah politics girl and um under the desk news in a, in a, and uh, some other ones. And I asked them for their endorsements and um, I encouraged them to run for office too. I think that's, I think that's a really good tactic to take because uh, you know, encouraging other young people, especially um, to run for office and uh, because most people, they never think of running for office until you actually encourage them to do so. That's how I got involved in politics. I was, uh, I was uh, working in the tutoring center at San Diego City College, and one of my students basically said, Oh, uh, um, why, don't you, why don't you run for student senator? Uh, 
just get the paperwork over there in that office or whatever. And, uh, and um, so, and so I did. And then, um, and, and I was having a great time as student senator. And then the outgoing president, Melvin, told me, he said, uh, you should consider running for the executive. And at that time, I was like, what? Uh, I wasn't quite sure what that the executive meant. Um, but, uh, you know, for, but uh, I did. I took his advice and uh, ran for president, student body president. And um, I got a really beautiful Latin, uh, you know, turned out it was another senator that I uh, that I worked well with and she's a stunningly beautiful Latina Sandra Escobedo and she actually got more votes than I did she, but she was my running mate so that's an important thing too like uh you know when if if you do run for the executive the, you know I learned a lot of I learned a lot from from the, that experience to uh, run for the executive <laughs> right because uh you know your yeah your running mate is uh super important because you need, you need more, uh, um, uh, you get more exposure, more, you know, two people getting, talking to two different, two times as many classes and, and, uh, two times as many people, you know, that's, that's huge, but that's not really, um, that's not really, you know, in, in this factor in these races that we're running right now. But uh, I've got that experience. I can I can draw upon when the time comes, so that's good. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yes, I mean that's that's something that you have over me is I don't have uh, I don't have any experience doing like running any campaigns or doing anything like executive. Um, so at least like even though you've never held a formal uh, position in office, at least you have like some type of background that you could like lean off of. Yeah, and but uh, there's something to be said for just you know making a call. There's maybe there's a you know there's you mentioned a politician who got the Justice Democrats and the and the and Bernie Sanders endorsement in uh, in a race close to you. That I would I would be on the horn with that dude and pump yeah, him I, for I information. I looked him up and tried to call him, but like, I can't find any of his social media or anything. Like all his campaign stuff is down. And like, when I try to look for like ways to personally contact him, I can't find it. Like the only thing I could find is his LinkedIn and where he works. Uh, where so I don't, he work? like, I don't know if that, uh, some, I, I forget the name of it, but it's like some like Jewish center. Hmm. Uh, I don't really know what he does, but hmm. you, no, not, not a synagogue. I, I don't really know what it is. It was just like something Jewish center. So I don't really know what he does, but he, he's a social worker. Hmm. Um, and he, like, he got, he got blown out in the election. Like he ran, uh, he actually won the party nomination in 2016, the democratic party. For and what? he lost to the what position for, for Congress. Uh-huh. And, uh, he lost to this guy, Leonard Lance. He was a Republican congressman. And then he ran again in 2018 <laughs> But uh, he lost to Malinowski in the primary by a lot, and Malinowski's been the uh, the what should we call it the the congressman since 2019. Well, he got Bernie Sanders endorsement and Justice Democrat, so uh, I would I would call that center and uh, see if they can put me in um, contact with them. Um, <clears throat> 
and ask and ask them for some advice on um, tell them that you're running for office. You know who you could. Uh, I mean, uh, because I, I, I just talked to him uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. So like, and he's running his own campaign. So like, I don't want I don't want to make it seem like I'm sending and people to burn it. But I found this guy who's running in my state, uh, who's also a progressive, and he happened to be a former campaign manager. And like, that's all he has experience. So like, I, I called him up and he was giving me all this advice about things I need to do. So you, you can do something similar, like find progressives that are running in your state, like either as uh, congressmen or Senate or even local offices and like, just talk to them and see like, Hey, like, do you uh, have any advice? And then you can give them some advice. Yeah. That's a good idea, man. <laughs> so like find people who are running in your state that, you know, have similar ideas to you and they'll be more than willing to uh, give you advice because you're not their d- direct competition. You know, like you guys are working towards the same goals and they can give you some tips and stuff like that. Yeah. Like I can do that with say Raul Grijalva is, is my representative. That's why I'm not running for a representative is because Gra- Raul Grijalva is our representative and he's pretty good. Um, and actually yeah. I volunteered for his campaign a couple of years ago. Um, so, um, I think that he would, uh, I bet I can, I can, um, pump him for some, uh, info, uh, you know, maybe like yeah. uh, people I already know that are in office. Yeah. And there's, uh, there's, yeah, there's a couple other, um, politicians like state legislature that, uh, that I, um, you know, I helped with their campaigns a bit, you know, had positive uh, uh, relations. Have you raised any money yet or no? Oh uh, no, no! I need yeah, to start neither. a bank account first, and I'm going to um, contact the ACLU mm-hmm. and let them know what I plan to do. We can set up some some uh, some funds, basically an ACLU funded all all 100% of my donations would go toward to them. I'm just gonna I'm mm-hmm. gonna spend my own money on on my campaign. Mm-hmm. I mean, are you wealthy or like? I don't know. Um, you, you would need a lot of money, <laughs> especially for a governor race. Let's see. Wait, what was the first question? Do you, are you wealthy? Yeah, because you were saying you were going to fund your, your own campaign. So, I mean, like, to do that, you would have to have a lot of money. I have enough money to run a campaign, actually. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Like a serious one? Like, just like, all right, let's see. Uh, how much... What, what, what's the name of your current governor? Like a million dollars? A douchey. Um, how much did uh, he spend to, to get elected? Um, yeah. oh, I know Kirsten Cinema spent almost two... Or, uh, she she got almost uh, 1.8 million, I think it was. Um, so, so I bet like, the governor... So, like, on your own to, like, be competitive with that? I think that I could, I could do uh, with say $25,000 what another person would spend half a million dollars on actually (laughs) or more but you get what I'm saying like ultimately like the vote is more important than the dollar but the money does matter yeah that's why I'm I'm definitely going to be uh, aggressively campaigning for the ACLU and um Uh. 
I, I need to have that uh, that bank account in place. So first, can't put the car uh -huh. before the horse, and and I need to I need to to contact them. Uh, you know, call them up and make sure that we set up a meeting to discuss this. And um, because when I become oh, governor, sure. there bless you. Um, when I become governor, that we're going to bring in the ACLU. Uh, to rewrite our protocol on uh, in detention and um, uh, immigration policy. Um, that's that's what uh, I think. Maybe that's what the fund should go towards. I think that's what the fund should go towards, so that I, when I'm governor, I can hire them to rewrite our our rules and regulations concerning detention and, and uh, freaking kids in cages and, and uh, um, <clears throat> immigration, basically. Rewrite our immigration yeah, policies. I mean, I mean, yeah, your state has, uh, I guess that's more of an issue there is uh, immigration because you're right by the border. Yep, certainly is. Because like here, here in Jersey, we do have a, a, I guess a lot of, <laughs> we have a lot of illegals here in Jersey. So, I mean, immigration is an issue here in Jersey, too. Mm -hmm. uh, but I can only imagine what it's like in Arizona because you're right by the border. Yeah, I can literally see Mexico <laughs> uh -huh. from my backyard. And I'm not just okay. uh, I'm not just uh, ripping off a um, quote from what's <laughs> what's that? What's that Republican chick is kind of like? Ditzy but folksy kind of way of speaking. Um, uh, a, a woman, a girl. Yeah, uh, she wore these. Does she have blonde or brown hair? Brown. Yeah, she ran. She wanted to be vice president. I think it was. Uh, the, Anch oh, the Alaska. Palin. Yeah, Sarah Palin. Sarah Palin. Yeah. Palin around. Huh. Yeah, she said she could see Russia from her backyard, but uh, literally, <laughs> I can. I can see, uh, not Russia, but I can see Mex Mexico. And, uh, yeah, I, w I wish we could get back to the times. We need to get back to the times where we could go an hour and a half away to Puerto Penasco and, and camp out on the beach, you know, or enjoy some donuts that were freshly made. And, you know, just like it, it used to be uh, when I was a kid. That's, well, why can't that's you do that like. anymore? Is it more dangerous or something? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, but you, you would actually go to Mexico and do that? I, um, when I was a kid, yeah. We, we would go camping in Puerto, uh, Rocky Points, go fishing and um, you know, sand dollars. But, but is, is, that, is that on the U.S. side or the Mexican side? The Mexican sides. It's only oh, like wow. an hour and a half away. An hour and, you know, it's so close. Yeah. But you would need your passport and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, uh, you know, as a kid, I don't know if I, I don't think, I didn't have a passport when I was a kid until I was like yeah, I what, 10 yeah. or something. So maybe, huh. maybe not. I don't think it was actually like to go out there and maybe my, my parents, Maybe my mom had to have. I, I'm not sure, actually. But actually, I don't yeah, I've think... never had a passport. I've never been out of the country. Yeah, I don't think there was a passport necessary. I don't remember anything about a passport uh, when I was a kid. 
We used to go there quite a lot. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, I think it's a lot more uh, kind of fluid for Americans going to Mexico than and and uh, returning from like day trips and stuff. You know, right. it's like it's like a dollar fifty to take the um, trolley in San Diego to uh, TJ Tijuana. Uh huh. Is Tijuana dangerous now? Um. You know, I haven't been for so long, but, uh, you know, it used to be like a place where all the, all the kids went to get drunk, you know, all these, <laughs> all these little like spring break bars. And stuff like yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty fun, actually. It was like a, you know, drink, alcoholics, paradise. America. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Um, have, but, have, you, have you ever been on the campus of Arizona State? ASU, yeah. Actually, I yeah. did a I did a talk there as part of a Native American, oh, they called it Indian uh, conference on health. Um, something about like Native American health conference or something something like that. I did a mm. I was a speaker there. I was invited. I was. Uh, uh, students at Taipei Medical University, and I got a, I got a little grant or something to, uh, as an outstanding graduate researcher to come and present, make present my my research and findings and at ASU. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I've been. There. Yeah, I heard it's like a pretty big uh, party school down there. <laughs> Yeah, U of A is is uh, the one we have here in Tucson. The ASU uh, that's up more towards Phoenix. We have U of A and we have Chomsky here in Tucson, right here. Oh really? Yeah. He lives there. Yeah. I've, oh, wow. I've been long been a, a kind of like a uh, I want to say correspondence or pen pal, whatever. Um, oh, so so you talk back and forth to him. Yeah, in the in the past, but um, you know, I try not. Why don't you get in touch with him if he's like right by you? I do. I I've tried. I've tried. Uh, tried pretty hard, but you know, he's super. He's getting really old, and yeah. um, and uh, you know, he's he's got his wife to take care of. He's got a new wife, or kind of new ish, and mm-hmm. um, I actually since I made this beautiful little leather um eyeglass case or sunglass case and uh sent it to him to give to her and i actually didn't i didn't hear from him so which is kind of strange because uh you know in the past he always uh like responds to my um especially something like that like I, I gave him a, um, he, I asked him once, this is so long ago, um, who's going to vote for who he supported. So this was when Ralph Nader was running and I was in DC. I was working at the state department and I went to the Ralph Nader, uh, like, uh, victory party <laughs> and I got a, and I got a t-shirt and I sent it to Noam Chomsky and he then he sent me this handwritten uh, you know note of thanks, and um, you know I wrote a 
later on I wrote a book. I sent him a copy of that and he sent me, you know, but I haven't heard, I should, I should, uh, that reminds me, I need to follow up with Chomsky. Follow up. I've been trying to get, I was trying to get his, uh, endorsement. Maybe I can get his endorsement for governor this time. It was pretty hard. It was really hard trying to run as a, uh, write-in sheriff candidate. How many votes would you need something for like that for sheriff? To win? Yeah. For sheriff. Oh, shoot. How many? Um, it was in the, I want to say like 80, 90,000, something like that. Damn. That's for like county sheriff? Yeah. That's a lot. Pima County. Um, but that's that's how many people are. It was funny uh, talking to Anne at the Department of Elections about all the other people that people vote for rather than the sheriff. <laughs> it's uh, probably the most hated um, political office, I think. Mickey Mouse. Have, have, you, have you heard of something called Metaverse? Isn't that what Facebook is calling itself now, is Meta? Yeah, they're calling their, themselves Meta. Um, but, yeah. but have you heard of that metaverse? Um, yeah, but w- whether it's what you're talking about is uh, what what uh, what are you what are you talking what about? What am I talking about? And yeah, uh, and then I'll let you know if it's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, like, uh, metaverse. To be honest, I don't know that much about it myself, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, it doesn't really exist yet in terms of, like, uh, like a mainstream platform. Like, you have different smaller things. Like, you have uh, these different platforms called, like, Decentraland. You have, uh, like, you even have kids' games that I guess are, like, a form of a metaverse, like Roblox, uh, stuff like that. But basically, um, I think the metaverse is something that's going to be, like, a big, like, business opportunity and, like, even for something to spread messages like for like a campaign like to um i thought about like using the metaverse like for my campaign oh you're talking about um, cryptocurrency too involving cryptocurrency uh, well cr- crypto is like yeah like digital currency uh and you can use all that in the metaverse but like metaverse is just basically uh it's like a digital platform where people interact with each other with like, I guess, avatars and stuff like that. Mm. And like, I heard, I heard about this like several months back and like, I was like, all right, whatever. I didn't think <laughs> it was a big deal, but honestly, like, I think it's something that's actually going to be like a really big deal. Um, and real soon, right? Like, I'm, yeah, I'm, tr- I'm trying to get like, I'm trying to contact like business investors. So like, like give me funding to like create my own thing. It's like, I, I want to use it for not just to make money, but to also, like, uh, use it for my campaign. Yeah, but you can look into it. Uh, um, like, like I, I know nothing about, like, NFTs, uh, cryptocurrency, you know, Bitcoin and stuff like that. But, like, honestly, like, it's going to be, in my opinion, like, I think it's going to be an even bigger deal than what it is now. 
Yeah, I think you're right. And, um, you know, my campaign manager was, uh, who, who worked for McCain, um, he said uh-huh. that, uh, uh, you know, about cryptocurrency, that it, this is, this is a good idea. And, and maybe you can use it too, is like to tap into the cryptocurrency, uh, folks, uh, uh-huh. and, and let them know somehow that, that you also share their interest in uh, cryptocurrency, uh, if you do, uh-huh. and um, and um, so to get their support, and because like because uh, there was this uh, like I mentioned the platform called Decentraland, and basically it's like I said it's like a digital world where people interact and stuff like that, but there was like a virtual property in that game, so basically just like you know, like a blip on a screen, just like an area on a screen that sold for $2 million. Mm-hmm. So like this, this, you know, like space in this world, like this virtual space sold for $2 million. So like that's, you know, it's just like wild to think about it. Like uh, how, you know, basically this thing that doesn't even exist can be worth more than like actual real estate or actual property. Yeah. Um, this sounds this sounds like an interesting uh, concept that I that I should and will pursue more. Um, like an NFTs, I as an artist, um, I'm an artist. I've shown in many exhibitions and stuff around the mm-hmm. world. Yeah, you can sell like virtual art. Yeah, and also I can um, maybe set up, say, Tristalands. You know, for as a working title, Tristalands, awesome. where in Tristalands, you know, uh, our Congress is fifty, you know, proportionate with, you know, equal men and women, you know, maybe a little extra for uh, Native Americans who have been um, kind of, you know, I can set up my own society. So, uh, and that's that's a way that you and I, as as candidates, we can kind of communicate our platform like okay this is the this is the ideal society that i want to live in uh like i want parks that have orchards of you know fruit and and nuts and um community gardens uh in every community and um and uh like more farmers markets and and like support like to maybe make like a community market market areas like in in all the neighborhoods and and have parks in all the neighborhoods and have have uh um you know that's just one for like pub like one one area you know and plant a million trees plant a million trees and uh as governor you know christopher governor lands could call it like like you've heard of games like grand theft auto and stuff like that right yeah yeah so like you know how it's like you know people who are just like basically like walking around driving in like these cities and stuff like that like yeah i think metaverse is going to develop into something similar where it's just going to be like a realistic replication of kind of like life in the world and like people are gonna do like have entertainment business and stuff like that like on this metaverse like i think we're like slowly gonna move more towards like a virtual world hmm yeah, this sounds kind of cool to me. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, although if I were like 25, I would be kind of bummed out. Like, oh, man, these are my watershed years. <laughs> I mean, you know, the, the um, in person. But 
uh, yeah, it's another way, maybe just should be seen as another way to meet people uh, from, you know, whether it's online or... But, like, that was my thinking, like, if I could get a bunch of people in my area onto a certain platform, Mm -hmm. uh, it would be much easier to spread my message that way versus, like, going door-to-door Mm-hmm. Or like you know having to do things in person like we already have stuff like zoom and stuff like that but mm-hmm. i think uh kind of like virtual reality is going to be like the next step yeah i think that's like a not, great not, idea man like not not necessarily like uh having like i know you've seen those things where like people like strap those things to their face and like they're they're like stuck in it um <laughs> like I, 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 I'm, I'm sure that's going to be popular too but like i'm just talking about more of like having just like a virtual, yeah, just virtual reality in general. Yeah, that's what you can maybe get your Indian volunteers to help you set up a virtual yeah, reality. I have. I've talked to these like, Indian developers, these Indian developers, and they're like, they're like, uh, we can do it, but like, what you're asking for is going to cost like between six hundred thousand and a million dollars. So like so it's not it's something that I'm interested in, but it's like I have to get like funding from like investors. A brand inverse. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, I, I was just gonna make name it my last name. Like you know how like people will use their name for like brands like Gucci, Balenciaga. I'm mm-hmm. just gonna use my last name Weinberg. <laughs> uh-huh. Brandonville. <laughs> you live on like a farm or something? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, I have, uh, yeah, lots of animals. I have a pig now, too. I just got a pig rescued. It's very, very. Yeah, I live in like a farm area. Like, I live around like cow farms and like vegetable farms and stuff like that. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, uh, I guess I'll go now. I'll just, I guess I'll hit you up if I have any questions and you could do the same. Yeah, great. Good to chat with you, Brandon. And yeah, best of luck in your race. Keep it up. Thanks Thanks for your ideas. Good ideas. Thank you. Bye.